0: The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not lose. lose. I'm a man, man. I took up the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. All right. My name is EJ and I got my man. Yeah, mate. Hey, he's the Lockdown Corner. Hell that press coverage back there, man. So we're black in sports, but we're giving... You can't laugh while I do I'm this. Not, <laughs> not, I'm, not,
1: I'm not laughing.
0: not laughing. Hey, we're giving a voice to the people, to the culture, where we won't shut up and dribble, okay? We're here to interview the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom. We're covering it all, and we're laughing at it all, already starting to laugh, okay? But here, ultimately, to give a platform to the culture. So let's welcome our guests here. Guten Tag, everybody. <laughs> all right. So we want to welcome and celebrate women's history with this positive, energetic Shiro, okay, of transformative health and fitness, all right, is a huge part of our life. She's a passionate, um, all about coaching, all right. And she wants you to have your physically best life. So give it up for at least fitness coach, Jacqueline, Jill, Lomax. <laughs> Clap it up. That's me.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So like we, how we like to start the show is we jump right into it. All right. And we ask a question of a shoot your shot moment. okay? so a time where you just went for it all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, just like that. That's why we started like that. So it can't be like, yo, I always shoot my shot. It has to be a definitive shoot your shot moment. Go.
2: Oh, man. Y'all going to hit me on the spot like that. (laughs) That's that's what people want. Oh, a shoot your shot moment. Oh,
0: see if you had a shot right now, that'd help a little bit. Right. (laughs)
2: you're right you're right they offered it they offered it I denied it (laughs) okay let me think about it shoot your shot moment
0: went for it all it could have been back in the day could have been current times anything Ooh.
2: Ooh. yeah you know what I guess the only thing that I can really think of is when I made the decision to move to Germany and it's because I had, so I did a study abroad year before, and it was, it was great. I loved it. And my professor was like, you should stay for the whole year, you know, get immersed in the culture, really learn it. Okay. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I was on track scholarship. So I was like, no, if I do that, I'll give up my scholarship and whatnot. And so I was like, no, I can't do that. And then I got injured that year. Oh, okay. And I was like, I remember thinking, I was like, you know what? Because the opportunity came again the following year. And I was like, if I stay... And I get injured again. Like, I stay because of track, and I get injured again. Like, what's the point? And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go for it. Give up my scholarship, and I went abroad. And get this, it actually worked out because I ended up doing a street race over there just for fun. And I got recruited by a team. And they're like, hey, we need you on our team. So I actually ended up running even after I graduated college because I ended up taking that risk and, you know, giving it up and going abroad.
1: Big time. So, what started your love for sports?
2: You know what? I've just always been competitive. So, I was the kid who I'm like, you want to (laughs) race? Let's go. (laughs) Like, I liked winning. So, I liked playing games where there was a competition and I could be competitive. So, it started with running. I loved running.
1: Any other sports? Basketball? I played basketball. Mm -hmm. I played
2: volleyball. And then... And this After is all
0: kind of like through high school and like preschool com- coming up or rec and all of that stuff? Once
2: I got to high school, I couldn't do any other sports because the oh, track focus. was year-round.
1: Wow, oh, yeah. Hey, that was that real, huh? Yep. And
2: I, sp- I, So I volunteered to run the 800. I was a sprinter, actually. I started with
1: Ooh, hurdles and sprinting.
0: Ooh.
2: And one time i was like you know what i, I want to run the 800.
0: you you wanted to you didn't get talked into that that's, i wanted to that, that's yeah. the comes comes you sound terrible. like my coach yeah, no, no, no that's they're the like are comes you comes
2: sure
3: <laughs> that's
0: terrible that's very I, like, terrible. I
2: want to but i i ran it and i i did well and they were like all right now you're running cross-country because you got to prep and i was Jeez, like wait, uh, now i can't do volleyball
1: because it was the same season <laughs> it almost happened to me the same way oh for real yeah when they no nah, man they just try to suck you in so the so i ran a 200 and 400 right I, I don't know how i got talked into running the 800 one meet. <laughs> and I, I just ran it and I, I did okay right like you know i didn't like die mm-hmm. and they was like man you this could really be your race and they was like oh you want to run cross country and i was like nah, that takes away from football so i i get your point and you know where
0: i was yeah over there don't shop disc <laughs> <laughs>
1: Over there with a the grill. Barbecuing. <laughs> exactly.
0: Like, what are y'all doing over there? Yeah, nothing.
1: A grill. Nothing. <laughs> so, Hinkley High School. Hinkley. <laughs> why <laughs> Hinkley High School? Oh, let's back up. <laughs> yeah, you, Hold you on. Gotta, you why are you laughing that. at, right, at right, Hinkley?
2: Right, Hold
0: up. up. But you got to get perspective on why the laugh. Go ahead. Yeah. Back so, up.
1: So, from Colorado. hmm Are you born and raised in Aurora or?
2: Born and raised in Denver. So I, I moved a lot. So I lived okay. all over Denver Metro. You like,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. So why Hinkley? Let's get back. Let's fast, we're right back to Hinkley. Yeah.
2: So I, I moved to Aurora in the seventh grade. So I was 12. So okay. from 12 to 16, I lived in Aurora. Okay. So did a year and a half of middle school there. And then Hinkley was just in the school just district, district. So, yeah.
1: So uh, the reason why I laughed at <laughs> Hinkley is, so I went to uh, Overland High School.
2: Aha. Uh-huh, that's oh. why you laughed.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh! Is this some beef? No, nah, I I, no, no, ain't nothing uh, wrong with Overland. Yeah, exactly. But is yeah. It,
0: where's Overland at? Is it like it's in Aurora? In the same district. It's yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, different district. Oh. We were in the Cherry Creek school district. It might have changed now. I mean, I was wait. <laughs> He, no, no. Look but, he
2: look, he made sure to say that. We were in the <laughs> Cherry Creek district. Hey, he did put the You want to put to your nose a little higher when you say
0: that? Hey, so bougie. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm not bougie. <laughs> you are bougie. You've put on record and said that you're bougie.
1: No, I, I said I'm not bougie. Oh, okay. Okay. But <laughs> so like there was like I, I would say like what the three or four major districts in Colorado High School is kinda like what that Jeffco County or whatever, Jefferson or whatever, uh D P S. Aurora Public School in like Cherry Creek School yeah. District. So mm-hmm. like if I can make an example, like DPS is probably like it's like really in Denver, so it's like your Thomas Jeffersons, it's okay. like your East. So that's like uh, if I'm giving the athletes like Lamar Jackson, it's like like the real. Okay, Cherry Creek School District. Uh, I mean, it's a little like you know cardigans. You know, it's kind of like you know it's it's kind of like prepping away. So I I would say it's like a Grant Hill. You know, Grant Hill, Duke. You Duke? know that kind of. Yes. Okay. Okay. Aurora, like APS, was kind of like to me. It was like in the middle. It's like I don't no, no. know. It was like the. It's the, like they
0: were on the borderline. They it it was like,
1: LA, but they had I, a feel to it them, was like B two K, Odell Beckham. I don't know. It was like everybody was light skinned and dancing. Like <laughs> that's just what I thought of APS. So uh, I, did, did you? Did
2: Smokey you? Hill was in Aurora district.
0: Yeah, okay, so Smoky Hill
1: was... That was, was, I, that was give more Cherry
2: Creek-esque. Yeah, okay, I,
1: I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But like <laughs> Hinkley and Gateway were like... Hinkley
2: was sc- in my school district.
1: Yeah, okay. so, so Hinkley th- and Gateway were like the...
2: But you're right about Hinkley because... Yeah. Now
0: for sports, then, where did they stand? Who was the powerhouse? Who was better?
1: I, I, Wait, Hinkley I
2: like? was 5A. It was a big school. Okay. It was a big school.
1: So the, the, the powerhouse, though, was <laughs> over there at Overland, though. That's where it was.
2: Depends on the sport.
1: I, I, I'll take that. All right. We can agree there. You can agree there? Yeah.
2: Because there was this 800-meter runner at Hinkley, let me tell you.
1: And she was just killing it? Killing it. Killing mm-hmm.
2: it. Beat all the girls out over them, by the way.
1: Uh, all of them? Mm-hmm. Go
0: okay. yeah. You in charge of the girls? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was long gone. <laughs> you in charge <laughs> uh, of
1: the girls? I was, I was,
0: back then, I was way out of there. Uh, so We used to dust Hinckley. So running just has been a passion for you?
2: Running has been a passion for me, yeah.
0: Now, does it like... You know, some people say running kind of gets too spiritual. Like, is it in that realm for you where, like, you go out, you can clear your head, and you're, like, just in a whole nother zone, or it can really change your whole mood? Definitely. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah, you definitely release endorphins when you're running. Mm-hmm. And I've never been the treadmill person. I don't get people. I think people who say they hate running, those are people who try to run on the treadmill. Because really? just being out in nature and Then once you really get into it, you start appreciating your body, like appreciating that you're able to move the way that you're able to move Mm -hmm. and just feeling so much gratitude for being able to do that.
0: I feel it. So Germany, (laughs) you're an English teacher Mm -hmm. in Germany when you went abroad.
2: Yeah, well, so I started as an exchange student. So I studied there first. And And then I wanted to stay. So after I graduated, I was like, you know what, let me – let me figure out how to get a job here and the rule is in order to get a work visa you have to have a job that no other german or you have to you have to prove that you could do your job better that you're more qualified than a native citizen so you're not stealing so you're not a taking, job from a citizen hmm, yeah interesting. Right. so being a native english Learning. speaker it's easy to say i'm more qualified because i'm a native speaker yeah so okay that's what i did that makes
1: sense. so that that place where you graduated from u n c
2: Bears.
1: There you go. What, uh, you, what are you supposed uh, to say? It was uh, so I don't know it? where you were going. Uh, <laughs> I not know where you were wow. going.
2: All right, UNC so, Bears. Go Bears. Look, no, the, the, the alumni
0: spirit in here is right, really just terrible. <laughs> God.
1: i need y'all to really work on the It's been a cheer. little while, okay?
0: Wow, it's not been as long as you. Yeah. Were,
1: as other. It's folks. been almost a decade. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's been a while. So yeah, what's the so cheer? why Northern Colorado? If the cheer is okay. Let's get the UNC
2: Bears.
1: Yeah, well, there's a little more. Really? Oh. Well, I don't I don't remember it. God, Lee. All right. So <laughs> Oh, no, we're it's not, Gold Bears. Yeah, I don't know. Y- y- y'all See, turned, you don't y'all, even y'all, know y- it. Y- y'all changed it into 2010 and all that. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the whole damn chant. <laughs> they changed the shit up, yeah, right? <laughs> it's all good. But uh, why why Northern Colorado?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I had to think about it. I was like, yeah. why Northern Colorado? So, you know what? Actually I wanted to go out of state. I was like, I am not staying in Colorado, I'm going out of state. Right. And then I was like, you know what, actually I wanna to go to CU Boulder. Mm-hmm. So my mom had no preference on what school I went to. She's like, you go anywhere you want, but you are not going to Boulder. And it's mm. because you know they're in the news, and she's like, I yeah. see what they do there, it's a party school, and this yeah. and that and that. So I was like, dang. Well, I'm going out of state. Shut Out of down. state is expensive. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And it, it really came down to the tuition. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm paying for my tuition. I got a scholarship from UNC. So, you know, why not take it? Mm-hmm. And I also had a, an offer from CSU as well. But I ended up going to UNC and I, I kind of got a lot of, can I cuss on here?
0: Absolutely. I kinda of got a
2: lot of shit for going to UNC. Yes. Yeah, from my friends, from my of, family. Did you get that too? They they said ah. I was settling, I was setting myself short. Oh. That's what they said. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're like, you can get into a better school than uh-huh. that. <laughs> but it was like, look, I get in state tuition, even if I didn't have a scholarship. Right. Plus, I have a scholarship for running. Like yeah. I'm the one who's paying for this. Like my family don't have a college fund for me. Like I'm gonna be paying for these loans. So I made the decision to go there. I liked it. I went to visit. I visited CSU. I thought it was too big. Okay. I liked UNC. I had some friends there. It, it just felt more intimate. I just, I vibed with it better. So, and I'm, I'm actually really happy with my decision. I love the school. I loved UNC. Yeah. The school was school. great. Greeley? That's another story. The city is another story. But the oh, school the was great.
0: Well, and that's the thing, though. When you go to college towns, a lot of times you're so ingratiated into the campus yeah. life anyway that you just especially if you're doing sports, right? Because that becomes your family. And that's your, it. That's your job anyway. So Butler
1: you don't have. Hancock. <laughs> oh, that's that the spot. That was, the uh, I guess, the facility. But Butler Hancock was where all the athletics. Yeah. yeah. Dang, okay.
2: you're taking me back now.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> Way <too>. back. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Butler Hancock. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, it, so Greeley, like, smelled in the. Uh, it was like. What, what they do, like. The yeah, it was the like. They did something with cows or something. It's a like. farming. Yeah. yeah. Like.
0: A, oh, it was an um, agricultural yep. school. Oh, I didn't No, know not that. the school. Not the school. Oh,
1: the just, city. The, just the city. It's the yeah. city. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. A
0: a big portion
2: of the meat production is in Greeley. Mm-hmm. Really? Pause. So, yeah.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> So like when you go up the highway, when you start getting close, you can start smelling like, ooh, this is you smell Welcome, the, the welcome cows, to Greeley. Yeah. So Miller. how was
0: it for the 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 melanin tone folks there then? Jack, I'll I'll let you answer yeah, that. Yeah, you, you start. I mean,
2: they just made jokes about it. Like you could smell Greeley before you. Oh, but, you mean for well, so actually, the so the black community in, in Greeley,
0: all thirty five of you guys, or was it more? I, I mean, that was there was a little bit more, but okay.
2: you know what? We were so connected, okay, yeah. and that was the great thing about it—campus
0: and so, community.
2: Just, yes.
1: Oh wow, there was there was in dope. the community. So, the
2: point? well, the the Marcus Garvey Cultural okay, yeah. Center—that's mm-hmm. oh, where dope. we all hung out. Okay, yeah. and I actually remember I posted a picture on Facebook, and I I don't really pay attention, like I you know like. I see color, but I don't really pay attention. I just hang out with whoever. Right. But I posted a picture on Facebook, and one of my family members saw it and was like, oh, dang, Greeley has more black people than, than I thought. <laughs> but then I also, because cross-country, there were no black people on the cross-country team. Okay. I was the only one. And I remember I took a couple of my girlfriends from the cross-country team mm-hmm. to one of the parties. Okay. And It was a black party. And I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> sure. I'm just like, yeah, let's go out. Let's go I know of have a party. Yeah. We go to a party, and she's like, looking around
1: <laughs> this ain't 8th and 20th yeah this is worse this is not 8th and 20th this is not cowboys. and i cowboys. still didn't get stripes. it yeah. <laughs>
2: until she was telling one of the other girls about it at practice and i was like oh yeah it was all black people but yeah it would you would just go to the parties and it's just all black people and it was yeah, just it was normal so we definitely had our community you know we all hung out together
0: i like that i like that <laughs> so um Kind of getting into a little bit more about um, you just in basis of going to Germany, where you've been. You said you moved a lot, but you also travel a lot. Mm -hmm. Where does that travel passion? And was that kind of like a little bug you had that made you want to go to Germany? Like, just kind of talk about that a bit.
2: No. So, interestingly enough, I was never really interested in study abroad. Okay. Mm yeah that's the crazy thing yeah. i was like i'm fine here like what do i need to go abroad like right. i like the u.s <laughs> mm-hmm. i liked traveling within the states and i traveled a lot for you know my track days just competing and, just and stuff Yeah, track meets and but it was never like something like i had to go abroad like you know um i mean i wanted to it wasn't like i didn't want to do it but it wasn't a passion right. But once i went to germany and i experienced another culture mm-hmm. yeah. and just being in europe that's when I was like, wow, I want to see more. I okay. want to see the rest of the world. And so then I started traveling you. around there when I was there. And I, that's when I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's travel. So now there's so much of the world to see. And I, I just want to travel every chance I get.
0: So how do you pick where you Because you do travel. so I travel. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you pick where you go? And what's on the list that you haven't done yet?
2: Oh, there's
0: a lot on the list. Um,
2: so as far as picking where I go, sometimes it's random Sometimes me and my boyfriend would just come up with something like, let's let's go check out, let's go check out Utah. We've never been there, or <laughs> or let's go to somewhere in Europe. We've never been. You right. know, like it's it's very very different what we decide to do. Um, sometimes it's based off of recommendations. Sometimes we revisit places that we really enjoyed before. Some places on the list I've never been to Africa, mm-hmm. so I definitely want to go to Africa. That's to a one South for me Africa. too.
0: Right. Me yeah. as well. that's I. I friends that just went and they came back like rebirth you gotta go yeah and like so you gotta go
2: yeah i i can't wait to see africa and then i've never been to asia either so i want to go to tokyo everybody gonna
0: pause on that
1: one right now though <laughs> Nah, tokyo that's home that's where i was born yeah that's true oh really yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: nice
1: i don't remember it but <laughs> it was back to the long time <laughs> ago but yeah that's, that's 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 dope so is there Something that you've learned from your traveling, I guess. I guess some of the top things that you've learned about yourself, A, and then about different cultures. You mentioned cultures.
2: Oh, that's such a vague question. So, I mean, you just have, I think that, and I don't know if this has to do with how much I've traveled. I don't know if it's carried over into my my personal life, but I'm very good at seeing things from other people's perspectives okay. you know so and I think that really helps with my coaching as well because I'm a coach or my I have a coaching business and the reason being is because I went through all the stages of um homesickness I guess or what is it what is the term called I can't even remember what it's called but when you're
0: it's homesick so, right? yeah
2: homesickness yeah. no culture shock that's oh. what it is culture shock I okay. went through all the phases of culture coffee? shock okay so even before I went abroad I like studied it like culture shock. Okay. And then I went through it. So the stages, and I don't really remember, I might skip some stages, but basically you start off with euphoria. You're like, Oh, this is great. I love Mm -hmm. this country. This is amazing. And then you end up with complaining that they're doing everything or no, you end up missing things. You get homesick. So you're like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I miss this. Uh I miss that. I miss that. And then you start complaining. Why do they do this like this? This is wrong. You're not supposed to do it like that. Mm -hmm. And then the last stage is you have an understanding that the culture is just different and that's the way that they do it. So I think having gone through that, I realized that, you know what? People are like this as well. Like it doesn't, it's not a right or wrong way to do something. It's just that this person feels that that's the right way for them to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have an understanding of that.
0: Okay. Nice. So now transitioning into kind of your career path, you're starting to develop that. So you've been a personal trainer for some time, right? Is that how you initially got into coaching before we kind of get into your business? Or how is that transition taking, you know, your experiences of the world and, and different cultures and then your love for sports? How did you kind of get into training and fitness?
2: Yeah, I actually started off with nutrition. Oh, so, okay. I mean, the story. So I, I, my nutrition background started in Germany. And it started just naturally because I was there and they didn't have any of the food that I ate over here. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to figure it out. Like the standard size refrigerator was the size of one you have in your college in your college dorm. Oh, like that was just normal. Yeah, that was normal. So I'm like, how am I supposed to, what am I supposed to eat? Right. But it's because we learn over here, like you eat a lot of processed foods and packaged food and there they eat everything fresh. They go to the store sometimes every day, every two to three days. And so I got in the habit of doing that and you just buy whatever's in season because that's what they have. Okay. So that's what I just learned to do. And I didn't even realize it was different because I lived there for five years. Wow. So I didn't realize it was different until one of my girlfriends came to visit and she was like wow you're like you're making everything from scratch like you're eating i never liked vegetables but i like the way that you're making them and after that she changed her life she was addicted to sugar and and that visit till this day she tells me that it's changed her life and yeah so i was like oh okay and that's when it kind of clicked that you know, I knew a little bit something about nutrition. (laughs) (laughs) And when I moved back, I was looking for a job and I couldn't find anything. And a family friend actually created a job for me as his personal assistant. And he trained professional athletes and... He, so one of his duties ended up being for him that I had to create or cook a meal a day Milk. for him. Okay. Yeah. Because he saw, he's like, well, you naturally like you eat healthy stuff all the right. time. Like, <laughs> so I started doing that. and He's like, look, you could do the meal prep for my clients. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I never thought of that. Right. So that's when I started really getting into it. That's when I got certified in it. Mm. And I realized that I actually didn't like um, meal prepping. <laughs> for other people you know i was like i don't want to be a a food slave you know so i i met someone who was like well look if you don't like the cooking part Uh you can actually just be a nutrition consultant you can teach people what to eat right and at this time i was like ain't nobody gonna pay me to tell them what to eat (laughs) and she's like i know four people right now who will pay you two grand a month to tell them what to eat and i was like okay hold on keep talking (laughs) So I, I learned that you could do something as a nutrition consultant and that's how it started. But it was still not really, you know, it was still like one of those things where I was trading my time for money, money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I knew I didn't want to be a personal trainer, even though. I really loved working out, okay. yeah. but it was because I was like, I don't want to be stuck in a gym, you know, sure. like they're like not getting paid that much. Most gyms, they're taking the cut. Right. So I knew I didn't want to go that route for that reason. But then, you know, it, it did hit me one day and it's crazy because I was always the person who struggled with finding my passion. And, <laughs> you know, people are always like, oh, like you've got to do what you love and right. find your passion. I was like, I'm not passionate about nothing. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a passion. And then one day it hit me, and I was like, "You know what? Helping people is my passion. I always knew that. okay. But then it hit me that training people, helping people live a healthier, more positive life is something I'm passionate about. Helping people transform their body. Like I would give my friends and family workouts like, I'm always like, "Come on, let's work out. Let's do this." or right. if someone needed a workout, i would I would do it for them. So then one day I was like, "That's my passion." And then I heard about online training and i was like huh i could actually do this and make a decent amount of money from right. it because i mean i've always been the person like i'm i don't like ceilings you know yeah. and when you have a nine to five type job or an hourly a job that pays you hourly there's oh, a so there's much. a ceiling sure. so <laughs> hearing about online training i was like huh like okay i can like, i hmm, could build this, something this, with this,
3: this. this like something. Okay. so yeah
2: so that's when i was like you know what i'm gonna get Certified. I'm going to um, get the personal training certification to pair it with nutrition. And then I'm oh. going to get in the best shape of my life to prove to myself that I could do it. And then I'm going to show other people how to do it themselves. Oh. Talk
1: about that process about getting the best shape of your life.
2: Yep. So that was May 8th, 2018. <laughs> okay. I remember the day because I actually posted it on Instagram and I was like, this is day one. <laughs> and look, they're laughing at me in the gym They'll tell you, too, because I go in the gym and I'm like getting my workout in. And they're like, what are you doing? Are you, are you training for a show? And I was like, no, I'm just about to get in shape. And they're like, all right. And I was like, today's day one. And they're like, all right, we'll see you in two weeks. Because right. I was just <laughs> kind of on and off. Yeah. You know, I would easily skip a week or two in the gym. I might skip a month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they saw me the next day and they saw me the next day. And then they're like, all right, hold up. You're on to something. And then finally, I was like, you know, because I kept asking, like, so you're not doing a show? Like, why are you training?
0: What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you
2: doing? So I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I should do a show just to yeah. prove to myself that I can train myself to compete.
1: Right. That's big time.
2: So that's what I did. Because, I mean, having a personal training certification is one thing, but.
1: Doing it. Doing it. 100%. Yeah.
2: Like So I was like, let me let me put my tools to use. Let me see what I could do. So I wrote out a whole program for myself. It was super intense, but I followed it to the T. Yep. And I um, signed up for a competition, and I, I won. I actually won the overall. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Winner, winner. That's, that's big time. And, and not only that, like, you did it your, all yourself. Right. I did
2: it all myself,
0: that's, yeah. That's, that's incredible.
1: Crazy. Yeah. yeah. See, you know what? Uh, I always talk about the individual sport versus kind of like team sports. Yep. And I know track to me kind of similar to football in the sense that it's a lot of training and practice and training and practice. And there's very little like the actual event or right. the actual meet or right. the actual game. It's like a lot more training and processing than the actual like showtime. So yeah. it's, it's, you kind of have to like over prepare for that one moment of like opportunity to actually showcase your skills and so, be ready in that time yeah, so what from tracking and, and cross country that you took that kind of went into your training and getting ready for that competition that you got that you won discipline discipline discipline
2: yeah. that's the number one thing especially as a long distance runner yeah like <laughs> It's I so mental. It's mental. It's, yeah. it's all mental, pretty much. You know,
0: you're alone with your thoughts. You can for yes, a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> long
2: time. <laughs> and you can easily tell yourself to stop, right. and yeah. stop. You know, or you could tell your body to keep going, that and it'll keep, thing. it'll keep going. So that's how it was in the gym, even training. You know, there were times where I was like, I had some more reps to do, and I was tired. I was exhausted and feel like it. I wanted to quit, but I was like you want that trophy
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: come on remember why you're doing this yeah and that's what kept me going and i think that's what a lot of people don't realize first of all they either look at me and think that it's easy uh-huh. and that i don't push myself or they don't have a strong enough why they don't have a compelling enough reason why and that doesn't keep them going because if you're, if you're doing it for no reason you're gonna fall off because eventually Quick. it's gonna get hard and you'll be like why am i even doing this so you're you you do not have an answer you're gonna your, stop. your why
1: was like i want that trophy
2: yeah, it w- it was for me, prove to but yourself. I had to prove to myself I just wanted a trophy. I don't want to, like, win overall. That was a bonus, yeah, yeah. but I wanted a trophy. I was like, I want a place. I want that
0: prize? And it submits mm-hmm. your, your skills, right? It shows, like, okay, you know, I went to get this. I got the nutrition. I went to, you know, and it showed you putting it all together. And it's like, look, if I can have never competed <laughs> before.
1: Yeah, that's incredible. Right?
0: And then come out here with these people who have been in competitions <laughs> years and come out and take the gold, you know, that's, that's uh. Championship stuff. Can you like that. can you take me to
1: competition day? I've always w- wondered about that. I guess it's like kind of like a different stage. Yeah. Obviously, like how long is it? Yeah. Go what's, through the what's whole. That, what's that process like?
2: The whole process. Yeah. Just of yeah, Just, like a day. Day, just yeah. a day. The, the day. day of, yeah. The day. Yeah. So, well, it actually starts the night before okay. because you have to get spray tan. So they okay. they spray everybody. <laughs> my, look, I'm, I was so dark. I Read that. I was like, oh, <laughs> my everybody. mom. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. My okay. mom came and she. Looked at me like literally looked. She was my sister. Eye contact, and she's like, "Where is she at?" My sister was like, "She's right there," and she was like, "Where is she at?" And she's like, and I'm like, "Mom, Mom. I'm right here." And she, She I swear, I wish I could use her accent, but she said, "Oh my lord, what they done done to my child?" What I did to my baby. <laughs> I
3: about to woof somebody.
2: I right? did to my baby. And I said everybody has to do it and then she looked there was a a black guy standing next to me and she said you too. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so it starts the night before you get your your spray tan. <laughs> and then the next day is it's it's showtime, you know, you get up and you, you eat your very small breakfast, a little bit of carbs, and, you know, try to fill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? Actually, this show day was almost a disaster for me because my makeup artist did a no-call, no-show. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> I,
0: oh, boy. That's all bad.
2: Yeah. Wow. And so it was hard to find a makeup artist in Vegas because they were all booked out for right. the show. So I, the first few people I contacted, they were full. So I ended up finding this girl, and she looked great. And so paid a deposit and everything. Talked to her the night before. She confirmed my address. She did a no call, no show. Wow. Crazy. So I'm freaking out because... Right. I don't have any makeup that match my body. My body is six <laughs> shades darker. Yeah, The stores are closed. Like I have to be on <laughs> stage and it is, it's a beauty contest, right. you know? So yeah. I'm like about to be in tears and my boyfriend is so quick on thinking on his feet. He's uh-huh. like, okay, let's figure out how we can solve this problem. Like, what could you do? Da-da-da. So I contacted one of the other makeup artists I had contacted before okay. and she was such a sweetheart. She was able to, maneuver her schedule a little bit and one of the girls let her even do my makeup in her room and oh, she wow. squeezed me in in between and she saved it she saved me <laughs> so great. yeah that was, was some championship
0: that was makeup she put yeah, on right there my... <laughs> trophy, <laughs> makeup. Yeah, trophy makeup yeah. right there
2: yeah so then you're you're there you're just practicing your posing you're trying to get it down i'm like on facetime with my posing coach i did get a posing coach and just practicing you're in the waiting room uh-huh. just waiting some people are getting pumped up yeah. with the bands and yeah, then they, they call you, they line you up. You're, you're nervous, mm-hmm. <laughs> super nervous,
0: imagine.
2: but you get up there. And so there's, there's the pre show. So there's a, I guess it's pre not prelims. That's
0: true. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But like how many, yeah. there's different so there's, rounds. Yeah. So and then yeah, there's so finals.
2: Yeah. So there's first
0: round was about rough. two shows. So okay. the first
2: one, I mean, everyone goes through finals as well. Oh, okay. But the first one, they call everybody out one by one and you go up, you do your little posing, and then you go stand back in line and then everyone goes or no, they call they call everybody up one by one. And then everyone is, is off the stage. Okay. Or everyone is like lined up on the back. And then they'll start calling people out again.
1: Like like a hundred people or fifty people or
2: Oh, I don't remember. It's fine.
1: In between there. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah yeah i don't because there's different
2: categories as well gotcha. there's okay. different oh, height categories okay. okay yeah no that's okay yeah so so there's like eight different categories okay i think yeah it was a through h okay yep yeah. and then they they'll call people out so they call it you might have heard like first call outs or second call outs mm-hmm. so I heard that if you get else, in though. first call outs <laughs> That that means you're probably in like the the top whatever. Okay. So I was in first call outs and Mm -hmm. then the way they line you up is usually based off of and not always, but usually based off of who they like the best. So usually they have put like the the top three in the middle. Okay. So I was like center stage. Mm -hmm. So then they were like, like, yeah. They're like, Oh, you might be the top. You top three, top three. You know. (laughs) (laughs) So it was actually pretty cool because after that. Or no no this was later so then you you go home after that some people pig out because they know they didn't, didn't make, make it,
1: it, it. Oh. In the top. so you want to <laughs> be careful I'm because at. if, right. if yeah. you're hungry That's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> let me get that zebra cake. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah for real because you're hungry <laughs> yeah you're hungry you're dehydrated you yeah. know you're not drinking anything eating anything you're you super eat a little bit now. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six oh. days Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So then, and finals is late, you know, okay. you, the, you, you, you've gone on stage first thing in the morning right. and then finals is in the evening. So that evening when I went back, I remember, um, yeah, after, so after I went on stage, so they called us all back up and at this point they already know who, who mm-hmm. basically oh, they know, okay. but you might have to compete for overall. So that's why you don't want to pig out because so there's a winner chosen for each Each category category. yep and then all the winners have to compete together you you have to do comparisons so yeah so then they're comparing you you next to each (laughs) other (laughs) they have you walking back and forth changing your poses and you're just standing there trying to hold this pose trying to smile the whole time you know and you're (laughs) hungry
1: yeah wow so you got that same kind of is it the same kind of adrenaline feel I guess when it is kind of starting a race at the 800, is is that the same kind of feel or different feels of adrenaline? It's
2: a, it's a little bit different because you have to have confidence when yeah. you're on that stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're running, you could run with your eyes closed. You just gotta run. <laughs> the The most adrenaline is when you start. But Once yeah, you start, so it's I, like it's, the race is over. You right. zone out and you're gone. Right. But on the stage, like you gotta go in there, and that's why practicing is so important because. That way, if you do zone out, you've practiced so much that you're just yeah, gonna you fall right into it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, practice, practice, practice. That's what I learned. Nice. But great. yeah, it was great. I was so happy when they announced overall when I wasn't expecting that. But, but yeah. then even I had judges come up to me after and they were like, great. "You need," because I qualified for nationals. They're like, "You need to compete next week at nationals." Like, oh, that's big. You look amazing and. I didn't go because I, I left the country the next week, but I probably should have. <laughs> well,
0: you go ahead. That's, <laughs> good, that's good stuff. stuff. Yeah, um, that is. Congratulations. Thank um, you. So kind of getting into, you know, we want to talk about the, the low max Transformation. We want to get into that, but just really first question and then get into that. Um, what are the stigmas or challenges that you see that women have getting into kind of like weight training and training? Are there any? Or do you find any kind of objections when you're working with clients?
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of women are afraid of getting bulky. Okay. They think that they pick up a, a dumbbell and they're going to turn Massively into the like Incredible the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. do the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't,
0: I wish it worked like
2: that. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's almost a little offensive because it's like, look, I've been lifting weights for years and... Like I, I work hard to have the muscle tone that I have. Mm-hmm. So to think that you're going to get here from picking up two weight, you know what I'm saying? Like it's almost <laughs> a little bit offensive. Right, right. <laughs> sure. But, and then again, and then you have the women who think that, you know, they're like, well, I don't, I don't need to work out right now. And they think that they could completely transform their entire body in just a few months. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can, you can have a huge transformation, not a short amount of time, Right. but you you don't want to, I, you, the problem is people overestimate what they can achieve in three months, but they underestimate what can be achieved in a year. Mm-hmm. And if you really look at like one cool. year, you can achieve a lot. Right. But most people are so focused on immediate results that they don't even man. make yes. it that yeah. far. That's where we are. You man. know, they go and they run on the treadmill for an hour and hop on the scale and then they're pissed off that like, they don't see anything. Why ain't that happen? Yeah. Bruh, and then those, they quit. <laughs> and then they quit. They're like, screw this. Can I just bust my ass, I just, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sweating. <laughs> some <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and I just took this pill. Like, hold on. Like, wait a minute.
0: And I've been starving all day. Right. Screw this.
1: <laughs> zebra cake.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's always up. Right. Nah. So, all right. So you have the Lomax Transformation Academy. Kind of talk about, you know, being a small business owner and, and how you got into that, and and you know maybe just the high points of your your company.
2: Yeah. So. I started the, the Lomax Method, Lomax Transformation Academy is my main program, and it is a mind and body transformation program. And so when I first started it, like I told you, when I decided to be an online trainer, I was like, I have some money saved up, you know, I'm just going to put everything on the table and just go all in. And I gave myself three months. I was like, three months, I'm about to have this six figure business, it's about to be <laughs> wow. badass, at the end of that three months i was in my apartment crying Oh, (laughs) yes i had a breakdown because (laughs) i did not realize how much work it is right and i was so disappointed i was just like i should be so much further and this is i I was mad at myself
0: and we put more pressure on ourselves than outside that's what
2: that's one of the things that i realize is Mm -hmm. that when you set unrealistic expectations you can be pissed off at yourself but the Lomax Transformation Academy started April 1st of last year. So it's actually it's almost been a full year. Look at that.
1: Oh, bring and, it out, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how yeah.
2: far I've come in that amount of time That's beautiful. Yeah. is yeah. insane. Because now I do have a six-figure business. Oh, oh hey. You know. <laughs> Can I hold some? And I've, hum- I've humble transformed. Brag, brag, humble bride. <laughs> <laughs> humble bride. <brag. laughs> but I've, more, important, more importantly than that, I've watched so many people transform their lives. Yeah and not just their bodies like most people come into it with the the mindset of you know what i don't like my body i want to change my body but that ends up becoming a bonus because the mental transformation that they go Mm. through the amount of confidence that they build the the feeling of empowerment that they develop from being able to set a goal and accomplish it Mm -hmm. you see most people try to do things by themselves Mm. and i did the same thing with my business and that's why i was all like couldn't do it because right. I was like, I'm doing everything. You know, I'm, I'm looking at what these people are doing who have this successful business. I'm trying to copy what they're doing to a certain extent. You know, I'm reading, I'm researching, I'm busting my ass all day long, right. but I just didn't have the right strategy. So it actually wasn't until I decided to invest in a business coach who had a ding, proven ding, ding, system ding, 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 ding. of doing exactly what I do and as soon as i made that investment which it was a hefty investment (laughs) i did not want to make it but as soon as i did that i made all my money back that next month and because of that program and that business coach is is the reason my business is so successful now and that's what a lot of people forget like a lot of people are beating themselves up because they're like i've been trying you know i'm going to the gym i'm working out i'm changing my diet i'm making all these changes but i'm i'm failing or i'm not seeing the results right. and it's either because it's so it's one of three things okay yeah. it's either because their mindset is not there so most people think that your most people think that you need willpower in order to do something in order to transform your body life to do anything they think they need willpower and you only have a limited supply of willpower. Yeah, our, So the foundation yeah. is actually mindset. Your mm-hmm. mindset has to be there. Because once your mindset is there, then you could focus on building the necessary habits. And then you could focus on your routines. And then you only need a small amount of willpower to keep that going. So mindset is the base of it, Kay. which most wow. people don't have. Oh. And then the second the... is the strategy. You got to have the right strategy. Okay. So, you know, that comes with... Um, when you're wanting to lose your, or wanting to lose your body, wanting to, to lose body body fat (laughs) or gain muscle or whatever your fitness goals are, yeah, that's, you know, your weightlifting program and your eating program. Um, so it, it doesn't matter how hard you're working. If you're following the wrong strategy, you're just not going to get to your results. You know, you can be running East. You'll never see a sunset, no matter how fast you run. (laughs) So that's the second thing. The third thing is accountability. You know, most And most people, you'll be surprised, don't even think about this. They just think that they can do it on their own. So they might have the right strategy and they might even have the right mindset, but they keep failing and they're like, I can't stay consistent and I don't know why. And it's just, it's a simple lack of accountability. And even with my business and building my business, I went through that okay. where I was like, look, I have the mindset and now I have the strategy with my business coach, but I had to develop a separate accountability group To get me there with just a simple group where I just shared my daily targets with just to make sure that I'm staying focused every day. I shared my wins with. That's awesome. And, you know, making sure that I'm actually reflecting and celebrating my progress. because When you're by yourself and you're alone, Mm -hmm. you can forget about that. And the Lomax Transformation Academy encompasses all three of those things mindset strategy and accountability That's so awesome. and with the accountability we're we're celebrating your progress because there's some sometimes where i i have calls with my clients and you know i'm like share your wins and then they're like it was a bad week i don't have no wins and i'm like well i'm looking at your chart. Chart, it shows you lost another inch off your waist, and they're like, Oh, really? Yeah. And then they get excited, or I'll send them their side by side pictures, and I'm like, Look at this, and they're like, Oh, wow, I didn't even realize my body changed that much. Yeah, you do. So, when you have that, somebody, yeah, who's constantly reminding you of where you were and how far you've been, that's what keeps you going. Yeah. Progress keeps you going.
0: So who does that for you? Is that like a mastermind group that you have the accountability or is it just more people? I I did. Yeah. Not
2: anymore. Mm -hmm. Now I just, I have my
0: circle. circle, Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And now I have um, a small team. So, you know, when I talk to them, we share our wins and and things like that as well.
1: Good stuff. So, I mean, do you find yourself, I think people kind of lose their body in, in certain ways for a lot of different reasons. It could personal whatever the reason is so you find yourself almost being a, a counselor in some ways too to oh to yeah people? yeah,
2: oh yeah yeah and there was a, a one there was one point where it was almost draining yeah because you're taking on i would yes i would consume all of my clients problems Right, and you know i've reached out to some some people who are in the same industry and whatnot and i got some pretty good tips for how to kind of decompress yes exactly and you you have to set boundaries and you have to um you have to decompress you have to take care of yourself you know and self-care is super duper
0: important that was a question (laughs) you talk about self-care a lot
2: do Uh, i (laughs) yeah you
0: do You, you do and i mean it's just because it's ingrained in you so that's probably why you don't notice it but you definitely emote and talk about self-care when did that come so important to you like when were you like oh you know was there a time that it became and like how is that um in your kind of academy when you're teaching you know the the students or the people that you ask me.
2: that's a great question so funny enough self-care was a term that i never even heard until maybe five years ago and i was a volunteer for the crisis counselor hotline the crisis hotline
0: oh it's yeah, like the yeah, okay. the we, number you text in people, when you're yeah, about like, to yo, i got some crazy yeah calls. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah so during Man, the training on, on. talking
0: about weight boy listening yeah, to that that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah okay so,
2: sorry, that's <laughs> heavy. yeah there was some um yeah sometimes you you do encounter people who are about to commit suicide mm. it can be you know so the the training leading up to that is very serious you know and that's when the topic of self-care came up okay. they are talking about this they're like it doesn't matter what type of session you've had if you've you know encountered these people in these serious conditions or not you still have to practice self-care after each time and so that's when i started learning about it and then i realized okay like it actually helps and then once i started my business and <laughs> Dealing with just the stress of being a, a business, business owner, owner. Yeah. Yeah, and building a business, I really realized the importance of it. And so that's when um, I actually learned some meditation techniques and stuff from my business coach and learned about visualization and things like that. And just having that that mental, like taking care of my mental space is what got me through. Wow. And I realized how important it is in all aspects of your life like now when i meet successful people who don't like meditate or have any self-care regimens Uh i'm like how did you make it this far
0: right (laughs) i'm like impressed are you on the tip of burning the (laughs) or that or that and then
2: you you eventually find out they are right (laughs)
0: right so um little bit. I'd want you to talk about it because I think it's a great story, and you know, you share however you want to. But you recently, well not recently, but you know, last year you had a health scare.
2: Yeah, that was a couple months ago.
0: Well, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Dang.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
0: T- talk to us about what happened as much as you, you know you feel comfortable sharing. But I think it's um, it's needed because mm-hmm. I think health wise, mentally wise, yeah, self care wise, yeah. it brings you back. So oh yeah, share. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I mean, I, oh man, it was so crazy. So my my liver failed i went through a, acute liver failure mm. and if you guys don't know what that is like your liver is your lifeline yeah. so when your liver shuts down you're you're done you you okay. can maybe survive a day or
0: two after that but it filters all the toxins out of your body it right? filters
2: all the toxins it you know and when those toxins are in your body they can create like they can damage your brain and you know so i was experiencing all of that they call it hepatic encephalopathy and i was experiencing that you know stuttered speech forgetfulness Damn, wow. and yeah it was it was extreme like it was um
0: so did it just hit you or was it like symptoms or yeah so
2: i guess i'll start yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll tell the story yeah. <laughs> so it was after the new year so i'd taken some time off 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 work you know over the holidays and whatnot and i came back so focused you know like it's a new year 2020 2020. yes i had my goals like i was i was working and i was working long hours okay and sometimes i was forgetting to eat and and i don't think that was the cause of any of it but you know i was just i was like i I was working i was getting after it and then i wasn't really feeling right like something was a little bit off but i was like whatever, you know, not really paying attention to it. Um, and then, I don't know if this is TMI, but my period started. And I was like, oh, that was just PMS. You know, I'm I'm good, you right. know. And so I took some Tylenol, just went on about my day. And everyone's been talking about this Impossible Burger. So I was like, I'm gonna try it out at Burger King. I haven't had Burger King in over a decade. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Burger King caused my liver to fail, but Uh-oh. I'm saying that I had an Impossible Burger the same day I started having symptoms um, so, and then it just started with extreme exhaustion. I was just wow. tired. and I was like, I don't know why I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. so i I went to sleep at like eight p m. that night, which was super early for me. Right. and I slept until like five in the morning and i was like okay i had enough sleep got up tried to go to the gym and i was just exhausted oh. i was like i don't know what's wrong went back home showered and i was like let me lay down for a second like i don't feel right So laid down i was like let me lay down for 15 minutes or something i slept four hours damn and i was like all right that's guess, weird
0: guess i needed and i was it, like right?
2: yeah i was like i guess my body and brain is just tired because i've been working a lot mm. so responded to some messages and then i was like tried to get up like let me you know I got to work today I have calls scheduled still didn't feel right I was like let me lay down for a second again slept six hours Wow. and you know so at this point I'd slept like 20 hours and I was exhausted Damn. and I was like I don't know what's wrong and I was like I'm not pregnant <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe before that I was kind of thinking that but I was like now I know that I'm not pregnant and you know so then I started like telling my family like Something's wrong with me. I don't know what's going on. I'm just super tired. I don't get it. And, you know, so I, I hadn't eaten because I didn't have an appetite. So they were like, you know, you got to force yourself to eat. You're probably, your blood sugar is probably really low. So I forced myself to eat and I tried to drink some water and stuff. And then I started throwing up. I was nauseous. So I threw up the water and then I went to sleep that night again, slept the whole night. And then that next morning, I still didn't feel well. And I was kind of, so I would like get up to go to the bathroom and I was kind of dizzy, like, like like my vision was blurred. Right. And my boyfriend at that time, he was like, you need to go to the emergency room. And I was like, no, like nothing's wrong with me. Like I'm fine, like I'm, I'm just tired. And he's like, look, it's different if you had slept all night and you woke up feeling better, but you still don't feel better. You need to yeah. go to the ER or urgent care. Right. And I'm like, no, nah, like I'm good. Like I'm just, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. And he's like, you have two choices. Either you get in the Uber that I'm about to call over there or I'm gonna call the ambulance. So I'm like, well now I gotta go. (laughs) So, and it's it's actually good that he said that because when I was on the phone with him, and I don't even think he knows this, but I was on the phone with him and you know how you're talking on the phone and your eyes are closed? (laughs) Right, because you're tired, you're so sleepy. So I'm talking on the phone with him, my eyes are closed. And then when I open my eyes, I'm laying on the bathroom floor, and I didn't even remember going to the bathroom floor. I thought it was in my bed.
3: Oh. So I was like,
2: okay, he's right. Something's wrong. So I, I go to the ER. I went to Spring Valley, by the way, and it was a Friday. It was the Friday before MLK Day. Okay. And I'm there for hours. I'm still falling asleep. And by this time, I had slept over 30 hours. Damn. And I, t- I was like... I am so like I barely keep my eyes open and I've slept over 30 hours and I'm talking slow. Like if you met me, you would have thought that I was mentally ill, you know? And I'm trying to explain to them. I'm like, look, I don't usually talk like this. And you know, I'm like, look, I have my own business. Like I'm a smart person. Like, I know you can't tell, but, and they're just looking at me like they, they sent me home. They were like, your liver enzymes are elevated. You should see your primary care doctor. And I was like, you guys are sending me home. I was like, I can't even see if I wanted to drive right now. Like, right. I can't. I don't talk like this. Something is wrong.
0: Spring Valley.
2: Yeah. Don't exactly. Go. Say it again.
0: <laughs> don't go. And
2: they were like, <laughs> our job here is to make sure that you're not dying. So you need to see your primary care doctor. Don't go. And so, like I said, it was a Friday. MLK Day was Monday. I would have had to wait till Tuesday. If I had waited till Tuesday, I would have died in, in my prime. sleep.
3: Oh. Yep.
2: So I went back home, and for me, I'm like, well, check the box. Like I went to the ER. Like they said, see my primary care doctor. I'm good. Right. And so my boyfriend was stuck in Chicago at this time. There was a blizzard. He couldn't get out here. Flights were canceled. And my family is like, look, um, <clears throat> or they're like, I kept telling them. I was like, his name's Jason. I was like, Jason will be here. Like it's fine. He's coming. Blah blah blah. So he ended up coming the next day, and he was like no something's, yeah, something's not, not right, right. Yeah. yeah like my my speech was off like i was talking like i was really slow i was forgetting things so i would say something and i would say it right right again you know i'd forgotten that i just said it and so he's like calling my family and calling his friend who's a doctor he's like facetiming me asking me questions and i'm like why ask you me you know i know who i am i know <laughs> right, who you right, are you right. know i wasn't getting it but part of that was with the hepatic Encephalopathy it causes Mm -hmm. mental confusion. Damn. So the state I was in, I was mentally confused. I I was aware of everything that was going on. I just I couldn't comprehend that it was a problem. Wow. So that's scary. You know, the house could have been burning, and I would have been like, "Oh yeah, the house is on fire. Like it's it's burning. Like now the car is burning." But I couldn't figure out that that's a problem. We need to do something about it. You know, so he was like taking me to different urgent cares and. They couldn't help, you know, one of them, the line was too long. We went to another one. They're like, oh yeah, it's your, your blood sugar is low because I hadn't eaten. I hadn't had had an appetite, but then, you know, looking things up, if you eat something when your blood sugar is low, then everything goes back to normal. Like all your symptoms disappear and that didn't happen. So then, you know, he had called one of my family members and we're on FaceTime and he's reading this list and he's like. This says if you're experiencing, if your liver enzymes are elevated and you're experiencing these symptoms and he started reading these symptoms off uh-huh. and I'm like goofy Check. at this time because uh-huh. I'm like mentally out of
0: it. Okay.
2: And I'm like, yeah, that's going on. Yeah,
0: that's good. I was got like, all oh yeah. Yep, that too.
2: He's like, and your, your abdomen is swollen and I lift up my shirt and I'm like, whoa, it is swollen. And he's like, it says if you're experiencing these symptoms, you need to seek immediate medical Damn. attention. And I was like, and I'm kind of like laughing about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, like, look, I went to the ER. They told me to see my doctor. And he's like, look, either you're going to go to a different ER or I'm going to call 911. Mm -hmm. So, you know, then we had no choice. And my boyfriend's like ready. He's like, the Uber's outside. I'm like, you're on their side. like. (laughs) (laughs) But I got there and I'm falling asleep in the waiting room. And, you know, they took my blood and then they admitted me right away. And I was like, oh, I'm staying? And he's like, yeah, they're going to monitor you. So then they take me to ICU. Wow. And I was like, ICU? I was like, that means this is serious. Yeah. And I'm still, I was still out of, I couldn't really comprehend what was going on for a couple of days. That's scary. And then they, you know, my um, my levels were so high, like my liver was shutting down to the point where the only thing that would save me was a liver transplant. So, um, I ended up being airlifted to a hospital in l a where I was supposed to get a liver transplant. And yeah, scariest thing. Damn. this all happened in a matter of days, yeah. And I mean, they just they I, I don't know if it was prayers or all yeah. the support, you know, they just they tried to they treated it like a toxicology. They still don't know what caused it
0: oh so they don't know what caused it they
2: don't know what caused it they didn't have to
0: have the surgery
2: i didn't have to no i wouldn't be here if i had the surgery the recovery is brutal oh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah no i got so you know i ended up i got airlifted that monday so on mlk day actually and um so i was in la and then, yeah, I I was only in ICU one night there. Damn, wow. And they said I was getting better. They were like, look, your your liver is just, it's turning around. It's recovering. Damn. And, you know, they took me, they put me in another, a different room. They just oh, God. measured God. me. God. For, oh, I was God. there for a week. And they were like, you're you're well enough to recover at home. So after I finished the IV meds, no medicine, nothing at oh. home. And now everything's back to normal. Wow. Just fully recovered. Up. Wow. And they said God part of good. the reason the that I I had a full recovery was because I'm so healthy. They said if I was really unhealthy or if I was 50 or 60, I likely would not been. have recovered. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to something positive. Yeah. I'm so glad. To Jason, man. Out. By to Jason. <laughs> hey, and my family. My family. family was there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's Everybody. like, no, <laughs> this is what you got to do. Right.
2: Yeah. No, seriously. They, they saved my life. Honestly, like, you know, and that's what I remember being in the hospital too. I was like, there is nothing like family. No, like just the support you and the know? love too. They dropped everything yeah. and was right by my side. Yeah, you know
0: that love, man. The love, in, is strong.
2: And Yeah, so strong.
0: I mean, your clients and everybody. I saw the, my clients. Yeah, I saw the clients, love. I was, they
2: sent me flowers. Some of them, wow. and yes, yeah, so. My, and I'm like trying to make sure my clients are good, and they're like.
0: Girl, Girl, we are good. They're like, you've taught us enough take care of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care. They're they're trying to coach me.
2: Self-care, (laughs) Devin. You recover. We good.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're we're getting close. Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about your platform, about kind of your company? Um, You know, I know one of the things you do talk about, and of course I follow you. um, When you elect to bring on a new cohort of people that you start training, you always say, you know, I want to make sure that's a fit. You have an interview mm-hmm. with them. You know, what's the reason for doing that? And like, you know, how has that worked out for you?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So there's actually a two-step application process. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when, and I decided to do it like this for a number of reasons. Obviously, I have a pretty big platform on Instagram. I have like 85,000 followers.
0: Yeah, you got an Instagram-y. I can, <laughs> I got an instagram She got an the Instagram-y. The blue check? No, the uh the award—it's like some award, some award they was giving out of oh, Instagram. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you should have brought that. Oh, yeah. Hey, just trust me. Just trust me. This journalistic stuff right here. it's yeah. <laughs> <That's> big time. <laughs> but yeah, so you have a large. No, following. but yeah,
2: so I can easily put out a, a cookie cutter guide and sell it and mm, just sell it to the masses. It, right? Yeah, but you know, for me, it it truly is about transforming people. And, yeah. and it's not just about transforming their body. It's about transforming their lives. And I know that the best way to do that is through this program that I built. And I'm, you know, I'm saying it humbly, but it took me a lot of trial and error to figure out what works and what, does. you know, to figure out why people fail and why people succeed. And I've taken all those pieces and I've been able to create a program that's pretty much fail proof because it fits into the individual's Lifestyle. lifestyle. And so when I say if we're a good fit, first of all, I'm looking for someone who is committed, you know, like someone who is going to make this a priority, especially because it's online and there's only so much I can do. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't give people their own desire to want to change. What I can give them is a simple system, system which just works. But it only works if the person is going to take action and if they are, determined to do it you know
3: like
2: and and it's a win-win for both of us you know they get results and it makes me look good too so
0: All right. All right. <laughs> so that's one of the bit, right? things <laughs> <laughs> make sure one- you got <laughs> someone that's i like that okay, okay. Oh, yeah that's
3: good
2: yeah that's one of the things i'm looking for and then the second thing is i'm actually looking to actually see if if i can help them you know because oh, okay. i honestly i'm I'm not going to take on a client if i don't think that it's it's not really about the money for me you know i'm not at a shortage of clients you know I've, luckily, I'm at, I'm in a position where that's I can you,
0: choose who I work with. That's when you're making that big deal. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really need that bag. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> they someone else get
1: that bag. <laughs> they didn't make the claim. No, right.
2: I mean, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I still would direct <laughs> someone and the, point them in the right direction. For sure, for sure. But it, it's also them seeing if I'm a good fit to be their coach right. as well. Because it goes both ways. And if we just don't get on, if we don't click, then it's not going to be the best experience. So it goes both ways.
1: No, what's really dope about what what you all said throughout the the entire course of the show has been, like, you're a coach, obviously, but you allow yourself to be coached, too. And I think that's really dope because a lot of times people feel like we always got the right answers, and sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but it's really dope that you allow yourself to be coached. you can coach other people so that's dope thank you i mean
2: i had to learn the the power of coaching Mm -hmm. you know and i i honestly learned that through having a business coach and that's one of the things i look for too is you got to be coachable yeah you know right so and those are the people who get the best results the people who come in and who are like look i trust the process and I'm all in. Just tell me what to do. I follow the plan. And those are the people who you see me posting about. <laughs> <I'm> good, uh, <laughs> those are I'm the good. people who are losing 20 pounds in 12 weeks. <laughs> and it's like, I got my confidence back. Yeah. And all of a sudden taking bikini pictures. And <laughs> <there
0: it is>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this uh, portion we like to call the assist. All right. So it's dropping gyms, dropping knowledge. So, I mean, you've been doing that. Definitely love your, you know, your three reasons why the, um, you know, why people fail. But is there any kind of knowledge or assist that you'd like to, you know, drop out there for anybody that wants to maybe get into training that are maybe having a physical mental block about getting into being healthy, just anything you want to drop any knowledge.
2: Yeah. So I guess when I, what I want to say is because I I encounter a lot of people who kind of beat themselves up for failing and you know, the only time you actually fail, is when you don't get back up, when you don't try again. So as long as you're putting in 100% effort, you can't be disappointed in yourself. Mm. And if you are disappointed in yourself, it's because you're not putting in 100% effort. So give it all you got, and you can't go wrong
1: from there. Boom, That's <laughs> show me what you got, pretty lady. <laughs> 800 meter, real quick, I'm sorry. No, you go you, ahead, let's hit it. What, what, what was your What was your fastest time?
2: 214.
1: 214. I don't remember the so point, I, the decimal. Uh, <laughs> I see I star competitive. You said that pretty early. So I'm I'm a competitive person too. So uh a race. Two months. Give me two months. Can I can I can I get a race? One on one. Ooh. Yeah. What's the distance? Eight hundred. Two laps.
2: Wait, what's your best time? <laughs> Let me see how hard oh, I got to train.
1: It was a, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so, again, we go back to those. And you want two months? Two? I need. I need two months. Chala. Wait, mm-hmm. you
2: gonna? Are you gonna share with me your best time?
1: Yeah, like I don't know, two oh two, something like that.
2: Oh, come on! You gonna do me like that? It's, Let's do the mile. It's two. Ooh, ooh.
1: Okay. Well, I, happy medium. A hap, yeah. That's a happy medium. Well, yeah, because I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay.
0: We can oh, do Oh, well, I didn't
2: say five k. Oh. No,
0: no, 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 no. So you heard it here. So two months.
2: Two months, one mile.
0: One mile. Oh,
2: dang! Now I gotta start training. U-N- All right,
0: U N C. Let's Bear. do it. The UN the alumni battle. The alumni. What's the chant? U N C Bears. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was Go Bears, but I ain't even gonna hate on that. I ain't gonna hate on that. You got anything else for us, my man? I just Not had bad. to get warmed
2: up. That's okay, right. there,
0: there, there you there into go. You it. Well, hey, before we kind of sign off, is there anything else you want to share? We have your Instagram there on the screen, you know, but if, uh, how can they get in touch with you or what's the best way to follow you?
2: Yeah. So, uh, JJ at JJ Lomax on Instagram. My Facebook is Jacqueline Lomax, the Lomax method, Lomax Method.com is my website.
0: Awesome. Shout out. Well, Hey, once again, we'd like to thank our guests, you know, for holding us down, giving us this information. Um, and thank you, the people, for listening. If you enjoyed the show, um, please share it. If you didn't enjoy the show, share it anyway. <laughs> um, please follow us on Black in Sports on all platforms. It's Black in Sports, I-N. Uh, we're on YouTube, IG, Twitter, Facebook, and then we're on all platforms. So Spotify, iHeart, uh, your favorite podcast menu uh, method. All right? And just know, we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us
1: blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even... Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 yo. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack bouts to racks on handmade new rags. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. I That's everybody from sports to college class to rap.